Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Welcome to Small Business Digest on Blog Talk Radio. Now entering its fifth year, this show is hosted by Don Mazella, Editorial Director of Small Business Digest. Each week he brings you advice and information from experts and small business leaders like yourself. Each show is designed to provide one or two thought-provoking ideas from authors, experts, and small business leaders, just like most of the individuals who make up our audience. Whenever possible, Small Business Digest tests the products and services featured on the show to ensure they are of a quality to help listeners grow their small business. Guests do not pay to appear, but are chosen for their ability to provide ideas and suggestions to improve operations, expand marketing, reduce cost, enable better personnel management, and add profits. Remember, all of our shows are archived at www.blogtalkradio.com slash smallbusinessdigest. You can hear this show and all others at your leisure. If you like what you hear, tell others about the program. If you have a question or suggestion, email us at editor at is-incorp.com. Should you want to join us on this program during our live hour each Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, dial 646-929-2337. That's editor at is-incorp.com or 646-929-2337. We're only as good as our guest and audience make us. Well, good morning. Uh, we we have a very unusual and I I, find, I think very uh, interesting guest in Alex Greenberg. She is the founder of Portraits for for Good. Uh, it's an online gallery that uh, lets donors give the, the gift of art while simultaneously making a do- donation to the charity of their of their choice. It's a fascinating concept, and when I read about it, I, I, we we definitely had to have Alex on the program. So, Alex, welcome to, uh, to to our program today. Thank you, Don. Well, as we do with all of our guests, first, Alex, tell us a little bit about yourself personally, and then a little bit about your company and why you started it. So the floor is yours. Sure. So um, I'm from New York City. I was born and raised here. Um, I went to college to be an artist. I went to Cornell, but I was a fine art major and I had a painting studio. Um, I wasn't sure if it was for me. So I went to get my master's in art history through Christie's, the auction house. Um, Since then, since graduating from there in 2010, I um, have worked in the art world in various jobs. I worked for an artist, I worked for a gallery, and I worked for a museum. And um, I've just noticed that emerging artists have um, roadblocks when it comes to marketing their work, especially um, in this day and age. So my goal was to use technology to elevate the maybe part-time underrepresented artists um, so that I could bring them to market and also let them directly affect causes that matter to them most, um, like the various uh, charity partnerships that I have now. Um, 
so that's why I started it. Um, I started in 2015. First, it was just me actually doing the portraiture, and then I brought on more artists, and we expanded beyond portraiture. We expanded um, to many different charities, and now actually I've decided to scale the company. I'm bringing on tons of artists to create a real marketplace for them, and um, I'm also going through a name change, so it won't be Portraits for Good anymore, actually, um, as of end of October when I relaunch my site. No, what's First thing, what's your website? It's portraitsforgood.com, but um, it's soon to be a very different-looking website. At the end of the month, it will be completely revamped, and we're calling it artsugar.co. Wait, wait, wait a second. Uh, first, give us the current one and spell it out for our, our, our sure. radio Port- audience. Sure, portraitsforgood.com, P-O-R-T-R-A-I-T-S-F-O-R-G-O-O-D.com. And in a, the end of at, the month, at the end of the month, it will be artsugar.co, and um, the website's under construction now, but it will be out um, October 27th. That's the launch date. So uh, let me see if I understand how this works. You, um, yeah. uh, uh, you have a group of artists. Right now, you have a group of artists. Uh, I've got um, eight artists uh, right uh, now. Mhm. Well, um and if I want to have a portrait done or something, I I can go to you and and get a, get a portrait from one of these people. How does it work? Well, you I'm, can get a I'm port- a little confused. You can get a portrait. Sure. So, um we have many different artists on the site. The artists I'm trying to keep um low inventory right now to save costs. So, I'm selling limited edition prints of the artist, which means they send me high-resolution images, and I print them on a fine art printer, and I sell them either framed or unframed on the site. The artists also are able to have a commission section. So someone like you could say, I really want you know something done in this particular style. You send a picture of like you and your dog or something, and then you have the artist recreated in their style. So that's how I work. So people who buy my portraits, um, they upload an image to the site of like them and their, the person and their mom or whatever. And then I, you know, recreate it and then I ship it to them as a drawing. So I upload a picture of me and my dog, an artist, uh, yep. of paint uh, gives me a painting of it now, uh, but how does the, the, uh, uh, the charity benefit? The charity benefits because when you get to checkout, you have to pick a charity from the drop-down menu. So you'll pick a charity, and um, I get that notification, and then I make the donation on the on the customer's behalf. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, what does a, the average of a portrait cost uh, on your site? Well, so I um, prices range between fifty and five hundred dollars on the site. My hmm, portraits are two hundred dollars for five by seven inch, and um, four hundred dollars for eight by ten inch. 
the other artists on the site are a little less expensive than me, but that's just because I kind of make myself a little more pricey since I'm so busy handling the operations of the site that I try to, you know, decrease the orders for me so that I can work on everything else and help these artists. Hmm. And where did you find these artists and how do you choose them? Uh, 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 is that based on your fine arts background? How do you decide uh, what artists you should represent? Right. Well, I'm using a grassroots approach and I'm using Instagram really as a model for picking artists. So I, um, really look through Instagram. I find artists who have very high engagement and over 20,000 Instagram followers. Sometimes they have less. Most of the times they have more. Um, I also pick artists that I really like and I just like use my eye, but generally I'm looking for artists who are really um, out there and socially engaged and trying to get their artwork, you know, on people's minds because they are the ones that really want it. So, um, they're very happy to work with me because I'm helping them bring it to market when they may not be financially able or they don't have the operations or they're in another country and they they can't actually physically make a website. So there are um, many factors that go into it, but that's the method I'm using now. Okay. And and what's going to happen in October, uh, at the end of October, you're going to a different site. How is it going to be different? It's going to look like a marketplace. Um, so right now I have a very boutique gallery feel to my website. Um, that's my background. And as I've gotten, you know, better with technology and like understanding how this world works, I've realized that, you know, the way the model is now, it's not going to work if I want to really make this big. So I had to create a website that would allow me to have hundreds of artists on it, have a marketplace, be able to have all the filtering um, capabilities and the back-end capabilities so that donations could be made directly to charity so I don't have to do it on the back-end. So it's really going to be a, um, a great place to like read about art, to understand what we're doing with the charities, and also to buy. So right, right now, it's really only to buy, and I don't think that that's you know, people want information, and I don't think the site as it is now has enough of it. It's really where, you know, you decide you really want this piece of art by this particular artist, and you go to my site. I want people to come to the new site and, like, really, like, spend time on it and, like, see the artist and get to know them. That's very clever. It's, uh, uh, I, I want to go back to what, what made you decide to do this, which, what I think is a very clever approach. Um, what made me decide to do it? I, um, yeah. well, I've been working on the, as I said, for two years. Um, what made me decide to scale it though, was I lost my grandma who was extremely close to in June and, um, I've been working so hard on this site and then I just like, I mean, I, I'm 30 and it took me 30 years to understand how, you know, the how little time we have here and I just realized like if I, I want to do this I want to I want to risk it I want to leave my job and I'm going to really go for it and um, another reason that got me to this that mental place is when my grandma passed away from pancreatic cancer I got very involved with this charity called Code Purple Now um, they're you know a their cause is pancreatic cancer and they um, raise money to actually change the model on how um the charitable don't like the the money is 
allocated to cancer research in Washington. So it was more of a hopeful kind of approach to pancreatic cancer um, cure, which like is, you know, a very helpless kind of disease. So it just being involved with them and how supportive they were of what I'm doing and um, just general, like people just being excited about this. And so that's why I decided to scale it. Hmm. You're you're very good at this. Uh, you're, you're in effect jumping uh, off the cliff and hoping somebody builds a swimming pool, a swimming pool underneath <laughs> as a small business owner. Uh, are you enjoying yeah. it? Well, uh, really what are some of the that. obstacles? Uh, what are some of the obstacles you you've run into uh, in the um. past? obstacles i would say the biggest obstacle was working a full-time job and doing this on the side that really didn't make me happy it made me really really tired so um i think right now i've always been really entrepreneurial and like never really loved having like a nine-to-five job and sitting at a desk it was just not for me like i like to kind of be on my own time and like you know be my own boss and do my own thing. And I feel like realizing that about myself took me a very long time. And then when I was finally ready, I was like, okay, now I don't really see any obstacles. I mean, of course, now I don't have an income, you know, that's probably a big obstacle, but that's any entrepreneur has that, you know, for at least a bit of time. Um, Well, how are you financing? How are you financing Um, all of this? I'm I'm self I'm self-financing now, um, but when my new website goes up, I'm going to see how it goes for a few months, and then I'm going to start fundraising. Well, um, before we go further, tell tell our audience your two websites, your current one and the one that uh, sure. comes out a lot. Um, my current website is called portraitsforgood.com. Um, it's going to look completely different at the end of the month, and it will be called artsugar.co hmm. Well, um why why are you making such a radical change uh in terms of going to a totally different uh website? That's a question that just um, came across uh, my my computer. Okay, because um as the website is now, it's just a boutique gallery and I'm not going to generate enough um, money, honestly, to keep it, to keep it going. Um, I need to really bring on a lot of artists in order to have the site be where I want and to scale the business. Um, as the site stands now, I think it's a really great side project, but it's not a full-time commitment. So I really wanted to make it, you know, worth my while and really worth the artist's while. So the way that the artists currently on board are going to get more attention is by bringing even more artists on and really expanding the networks of everyone. So that's why well, that's I really, hmm, That's real, really um, ex, uh, exciting. Um, if, Thank you. If, um, so. No, it is. Uh, uh, the, the, the nice thing about uh, this this pro- program is we, we meet entrepreneurs like yours. But um, well, if if I if I were to uh, ask you, well, what are the three things you've learned that you'd pass on to someone uh, starting out or uh, 
uh, uh, even owning a small business that you've learned that you think you could tell other people about? Um, three things. I think um, just like keep going. I mean, I never take a break. I'm always on, always on my email. Um, maybe that's not the right way to be, but I think it's the most effective. You know, if you're building something, you have to be like totally in it and um, you live and breathe it. I think that's really important. Um, I think doing what you love is really important. And um, I guess making sure you have a lot of supportive people around you who can give you good advice. And I'm really lucky. I've, I, you know, grew up with a lot of smart people and, um, you know, my parents are amazing and they help me with my business models and, you know, with lawyerly advice. And then, you know, my friends work, some of them work in tech and some of them work in finance and everyone is just like super, you know, supportive and helpful. And they don't ask me for equity. They don't ask me for a dime. They're just there to help. That's really interesting. Um, um, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here. Uh, do you think uh, uh, having the charity donation angle helps your, is the hook that makes you different? Or do you think you could have made it without the charity? Um, I think that that's an interesting question because people have asked me that before. And I think, you know, there's a difference difference in opinion among a lot of people. I think it does make me a little more unique, but honestly, it's really important to me. And if it's going to like feed into my margin, like I don't even care. Like I'd rather like give back a little than, um, than not. I think it's important, especially this day and age to have a mission focused company. And um, I really like working with the charities. That's like, like part of, you know, the reason I did this. Um, and I also do think, like, from a complete, like, marketing standpoint, I think it's, like, great exposure for the company because we're then exposed to all of their, you know, networks as well, which um, is great for both of us. So, hmm. just, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it could have existed without it, but I wouldn't have wanted to. Okay. Well, I'd like to get back to the artist for a minute. What's your feedback sure. from the artists? Uh, um, uh, do they feel it, it's been a worthwhile association with you? And, and what have they said positively about it? And what have they said negatively about it? Sure. So um, I'll use my prime example, Mike Natter, who's done extremely well on my site. He's a um, he's an art-focused Instagram account with 70,000 followers. But he is a full-time resident. Um, he's a doctor. And he said to me, like, as a doctor, my schedule is hectic, but Portraits for Good allows me to make my work available and support a cause that I'm passionately connected to. As an artist, Portraits for Good allows me to showcase my work next to other incredibly talented creators, which allows for great exposure. So Mike, like a lot of the artists, like the model because of the charity component you know they feel like they have a cause that's important to them that they want to come on board it's very easy today to sell your work on any site um, and I think that this is what makes it unique and the artists feel like more excited about it like they're doing something good um, so that's mm. good feedback I, I don't know if I've had like any really negative um, feedback from artists I will say some artists do better than others um, 
and that's something that um, as the website gets bigger and our network is stronger, I'm sure those artists who are like underperformers will do much better. Well, um, let me ask you this question. I'm, uh, I sent you my picture of me and my dog, and I got the picture back, and I didn't like it. What happens then? Uh huh. Well, my like officially, my policy is that I don't accept returns, but like I'm a, a huge softy, so I always redo them for people, and um, that's just like maybe that's like a negative character character trait character trait sorry for me but i um i do i i usually redo them if someone paid and um that's happened a few times um, i i i don't you you i'm sorry can you uh i didn't understand that you you usually like if, you return, them if you don't like it no if you don't like it i'll redo the piece i don't refund but i will redo it you know, a second time and see and make sure you like it. Although my policy says like there are no, there's, that's not something that we do. I usually redo the pieces if someone doesn't like it. Hmm. That's really, really good. Um, I'm told, um, by um, people, uh, that, um, that, that do volume things, similar type things that, um, uh, there's a uh, 11% dissatisfaction rate with most things, and I was surprised how high it was. Uh, uh, do you have any idea of your figures for dissatisfaction? I have no idea. I'm not sure. The dissatisfaction, and maybe if there are, I don't know of them. I haven't gotten that kind of feedback. I mean, I have gotten emails like, someone's upset that they were charged, you know, double tax in Canada. Like those are kind of, those are kind of, the, the dissatisfaction emails usually are around like the complications with shipping artwork, which is something that is very difficult. And another reason why I'm not, you know, doing originals yet, I'm just doing limited edition prints because I didn't want to, you know, have to deal with like the insurance implications of shipping art, especially internationally. Hmm. You know, you know, you, you, uh, uh, Alex, uh, what you're doing is fascinating and, and in many ways groundbreaking. And we want you to come back on the program in about six months after everything is uh, uh, settled with your new site, et cetera. Because uh, I don't know, um, I'm sure you've heard this from other people, but you're really doing some groundbreaking work and you should be commended Thank for you. it. Thanks so much. Um, I really appreciate that. So tell people again your websites so they can go and. Sure. Uh, My current website is portraitsforgood.com, but come end of October, we'll be on a new platform called artsugar.co. Well, I hope you will send us an email when that occurs so we can go and look at your new site. All right. We're talking with with Alex Greenberg. She's um, the founder of Portraits for uh, for Good. Uh, We just uh, uh, have been fascinated by her explanation and wish her really the best, uh, the best, because uh, she's really doing something great. 
Thank you so much, Alex. Thank you so much. Thank you, Don. Thank you for listening. We will be back next week with other guests invited to help you, our audience, improve operations, expand marketing, reduce cost, enable better personnel management, and add profits. Remember, all of our shows are archived at www.blogtalkradio.com slash smallbusinessdigest. You can hear this show and all others at your leisure. If you like the show, tell others about it. Want to make a comment or be a guest? Email us at editor at is-incorp.com. Your host was Don Mazella, Editorial Director of Small Business Digest. Until next time, keep faith with the ideals that made America great, and remember, small business is still the backbone of commerce.